often there is a struggle within the Christian heart to fit in with the world but not be of the world. That struggle looks something like this. I believe what the church teaches regarding marriage between a man and a woman. I believe what the church teaches about the sanctity and dignity of every human life from conception to natural death. I believe that Jesus is really present in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. I believe in helping the poor, the imprisoned, all of those who are in need. I believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I believe that I need confession to be reconciled to God for the times that I fail to love Him and my neighbor as I should. And I do believe that I should go to church on a weekly basis to honor God. But I also believe that I should never force this on anyone. I should never force anyone to believe the same thing. And there's that dynamic of if I live my life, am I forcing other people to do what I'm doing? Logically, no. You can't make people do something they don't want to do. Every parent in the world knows that. By simply living your life and following the commandments of God, which is what Jesus says, whoever loves me will keep my word to follow him, does not make you a mean person. Because that's that little fear that's creeping in. That if I follow God somehow or another, that makes me a bigot. Jesus says, whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And that's where the rubber hits the road for a lot of us, including me. I'm a sinner. I don't love Jesus the way I'm supposed to, fully, with my whole life. I wish I could, and I pray that I will. But that doesn't mean that I have an obligation or an opportunity, I should say, to just give up. Failing to live as Christ calls us to live is the sin in our modern times. People can blame the culture. I blame the culture. There's a lot of things about the culture that's not great. People can say, well, it's the devil. Pope Francis seems to like the devil in the sense that he likes to pick on him. Good. Our Pope should be picking on the devil. But immediately we recognize, too, the inability to live our lives as Christians, to live in the words that Christ has given to us, that he promises through the Holy Spirit will remain with us, is such a deep cause of confusion and division. To simply state that you believe something today means that you're a bigot. I believe that Chick-fil-A has better nuggets than McDonald's. So I'm a McDonald's hater. Now, it's a little bit of a comedy, but that's the seriousness of which we were in our culture we live in. If I say I like something more than something else, then I hate the other thing. That's absurd. That's illogical and it's shallow. 
and its reasoning. This past week, a debate has been going on in our country regarding the treatment of immigrants and the treatment of life in the womb, which many of y'all hopefully have paid attention to. The church has absolutely stood beside both immigrants and children in the womb from its beginning. You can read the history. When the Romans didn't want their babies, guess where they left them? When they didn't kill them. They left them at the homes of Christians because they knew that those children would be taken care of. When people came in from invading countries or were prisoners in Rome, in the territories of Rome, often the people who cared for them were Christians. You see, this dynamic tension can live within us because God is at work in us. But when we legislate and say that one life is more valuable than another, and how real that gets is that we have funding available to help at the border, to help alleviate the crisis that's happening, to help alleviate the suffering that people are enduring. But out of some political will, they're withholding that money and at the same time saying it's someone else's fault. You can't exist in that tension without God. And when God is removed from that situation, what happens? The same group of people say it's all right to kill a baby even after it's been born in terms of third trimester abortion. But it's a crime to do what's happening to immigrants. This is the same group of people. So the logic without God is that we can treat each other like animals because we're not respecting each other. We're looking at things as humans and not as God looks at things. So what does the gospel say to us today? Whoever loves me will keep my word. This means we may go bankrupt as a church, feeding, clothing, sheltering, administering medicine to, the droves of thousands of millions of people in in this country alone that our social services serve. If that means we have to close our churches, don't. Because there's nothing more important for the souls in this world than what's inside of that golden box we call a tabernacle. When Notre Dame burnt to the ground, which it really didn't burn, by the way, to the ground, the ceiling burnt. They're going to fix it. But a lot of people said we should just donate all the money that's going to go to fix it to feed the homeless. They calculated what that would have done. The homeless of Paris would have eaten for a few months. And then guess what? They'd be in the same situation. Still hungry. Still starving. But what had happened in the meantime is the very source of eternal life has been shut down. You close a church, you you close a doorway to God. So this juxtaposition we live in, that's very hard, that's been labeled as liberal and conservative, it's been labeled as social justice Catholics versus dogmatic Catholics, 
that's been labeled as cultural wars within the church has got to stop. It's got to stop. Because it serves no one but the world. And the world is out to get us. Because the world hates God. So as we look at how the Holy Spirit comes into the world and guides us, Christ makes another promise with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Not only that it will teach us and remind us, as it says, it will remind you of all that I told you, but the Holy Spirit will bring us peace. And that's a peace that the world cannot offer. That's a peace that Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and everybody else in the world cannot offer you. I know that Sean Hannity always says, do not let your hearts be troubled at the end of his show. But even then, Sean Hannity knows that he can't make that peace a reality unless somebody has God in their life. So while we sit back and look at the culture war around us, as Catholics we need to be willing to take a stand, to be ready to go into battle for the things that matter, for the words that Christ has given to us. Because these are the things that reveal God in the world. A godless world, we've seen it. It's come, it's gone, it'll continue to rage war against a world with God. But as men and women who call ourselves Catholics and live in this tension of being in the world but not of the world, remember, Jesus himself says, whoever loves me will keep my word. So let us effort to keep his word.